This is J.P. Banks. Okay, hope y'all ready for the hate show. Guess who's back? Welcome to the Lake Show. Lake back. Welcome to the Lake Show. No days off. Welcome to the Lake Show. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. It sure feels good to be a Laker Purple gold all day, I'm no faker Sky blue with the yellow Minneapolis Lakers Too true to it, to be new to it Banners on top of banners, get used to it The biggest brand in all the sports LeBron killed the game with that Laker name on the shorts Sent the whole social media into a frenzy Put wins on deck, we about to get plenty King James is home, and this is never empty Young Lakers wasn't playing with them last year But they about to be a major problem this year Past City with Zoda Ball never sticks No booze, just cools when the clock ticks New era, Magic and Rob Signed a bunch of pits Ronda Lance, Beasley, McGee Boy, we get shit Okay, hope you're ready for the hate show Guess who's back? Welcome to the Lake Show Looking like Inspector Gadget, Mr. Untouchable, that's Robin Magic. Lakers always relevant, yeah, that's accurate. Ain't nothing like a Laker, just ask Jack Nick. Yep, yep, Lake Show got the swagger dagger. Dr. Jerry Bus Swag, that's what I'm after after. Genie out here looking like the balls of all bosses. Throw your L's up, but we never take losses. Kobe carried us until we couldn't no more. Ain't for life, forever live 24. Feels like I'm living a dream. Nothing but showtime, worthy magic and career. It's been a long time coming. All hell the king. KCP3 and DJ Hart got that speed. I'm with a purple gun across my chest like I'm a part of the team. This is God playing. I salute the whole team. Okay, hope you're ready for the hate show. Guess who's back? Welcome to the Lake Show. Like welcome to the Lake Show. No days off. Welcome to the Lake Show. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. It's a dynasty. It's only one Lake Show, baby. What up, Coach Lou? Jesse Bus, Zubat. Gita and Brad, Special Sports Net. Shout out to all the Laker girls, South Bay Lakers, Laker Gang, Laker La Familia, Laker Nation, Lake Show. We on and we back. Lokeezy. What's up, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about the Lakers working out Dwight Howard, Joakim Noah, Marie Spates, Marching Gortat, and Ashim Tabit. But let me, first off, let me first off by talking about the Lakers working out Dwight Howard, how do I think it's going to fit, and would I like him back on the Lakers. Dwight Howard is a great player. Love his game tremendously. Um, love that pick and pop that he does, that get to the rim. That pick and roll with LeBron and him, easy. Last season, he averaged 13 and 9 last season with four assists. Um, he fits what the Lakers were trying to do. I know there's a lot of reports out there that um, 
The Lakers might want to go with a more young center, but Dwight Howard still has a lot left in the tank. He's still great at rebounding, still great on the defensive side of the ball, which is that what we need to do in order to win the championship. We got to have defensive-minded players, and we need to have all these defensive-minded players on our team. Um, like Dwight Howard. I know Dwight Howard and Kobe had their beef. I understand that. I understand that, Laker Nation. I understand that they have beef, and they don't anymore because Dwight Howard was soft and la- not lazy, but yet his his basketball game was not lazy and soft. It was his mindset. His mindset was not right there. It was soft. It wasn't engaged with the Lakers at the time. He experienced some situations in his personal life. You know what I mean? His personal life is not is, – is, that's personal life. I'm not going to get into that. What I'm saying is – Kobe Bryant was calling his mindset soft, not him in the individual player. And Dwight Howard understands it now. He didn't look at it. He thought he was calling his game soft. It wasn't his game that he was talking about. It was about his mindset. His mindset was soft and lazy. But now he understands. He thanked Kobe Bryant for it. And I think at the end of the day, we're going to get Dwight Howard. And if we get Dwight Howard, I'll like it. He brings intensity. Love his guy. When he was on Orlando, when he averaged 32 points and 12 rebounds, when he's the most best big man in the league, he was at. He was one of my favorite players. To have him back and try to win the championship, because LeBron James is a team player. He's gonna get Le- Dwight Howard involved, and he's gonna make Dwight Howard a better, improved player. That's why I think we're gonna get Anthony. De- not Anthony Davis. I think that's why we're going to get Dwight Howard at the end of the day. Makes the most sense. I know a lot of people at ESPN are saying it's not going to work. Oh, my God. It's going to mess up the locker room. I understand that people have their opinions. But he is the best free agent center on the open market. Now, if we do not get him, let's talk about Joakim Noah. Joakim Noah averaged nine points and six rebounds on Memphis last season and on New York. He was on New York last season, and then he got cut and went to Memphis. On New York, he loved his game. Love his game on New York. Intensity, hustle, grits, and grinds. Passion for the game. He brings that intensity on both ends of the floor. Um, he yells. He screams. He claps. Claps. I love his uh, his passion for the game is endless. Um, I know him and LeBron have their thing when he was on Chicago and he was on Cleveland. Say so nobody wants to come to Sh- nobody wants to come to Cleveland. I understand, but if you're trying to win a championship, you put your ego to the, you put that thing to the side. You put that you put that ego to the side. And um, you squash a little beef with what you have and keep pushing. Because if we got Joe Kim Noah, our defense would be really, really tough. We got AD there. We got JaVel McGee. Just imagine throw Joe Kim Noah in there. It would be wonders. But Brian, not Brian Harris, Ramona, Ramona Shelburne on the jump today. I was watching just a little bit of it earlier on YouTube. She's saying that the Lakers are going to take their time with this process, which is understandable. Because they're going to do their due diligence to everybody. They're going to... Do workouts. You're going to hear names. Don't be surprised if you're in. Okay. To Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah is very talented. I love him on our team. He loves passion, grits, and grinds. Um, he yells. Love his game. He would fit best for us. Um, he just fits what we need. He just fits. If we don't get Dwight, he would fit right where we need. No, I mean, love uh, his, his game in Chicago. He, he was the reason I would always be passionate when I played basketball because Joe Kim Noah is one of my favorite players. So I like, like Joakim Noah's game offensively. He can score at least nine points, six rebounds. And his defensive game is tremendous. He hustles. He grits and grinds. That's what I like about his game. 
So, really, 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 really hope we get him. He's If we don't get him, we don't get him. If not, if we do get him, let's keep it pushing and let's run it. You know what I mean? Let's run it. You know what I'm saying? Let's run it in the sense of let's sign Joe Kim Noah and let's keep it pushing. And if we don't get Joe Kim Noah, Maurice Spates. Maurice Spates was in Orlando last season. He barely played because he was always injured, but he would be a good veteran leadership for our team. Um, he's a champion. He spreads the floor well. He can shoot the three, pick and pop, pick and roll. He reminds me like a David West. If David West was still in the NBA, which he's not, he's uh, he's retired. If we got him to come back, let's say David West wants to come be a Laker and try to win one with the Lakers. Let's run it, but I don't think he's going to come back. But what I'm saying is Maurice Spates reminds me of David West in the sense of he can shoot the jumper, get rebounds. He'll be a good fit for us. Not he'd be a decent fit, but I just feel like he'd be more of a veteran role leader on the team. And he just has that like physicality to him that we need. And if we get Mar- uh, Maurice Spates, it would be cool. It would be very interesting to see what we do. If we get Maurice Spates, it would be cool. Love his pick and pop game. Um, his back to the basket solid. And he brings that veteran leadership because he won a championship in Golden State. So we're looking at him. We worked him out today. And we also worked out Marching Gortat. Marching Gortat's a solid center to get rebounds pick a hit perimeter jump shots left hand right hand he was on orlando when he was on orlando he would average 15 and 8 a night 15 and 8 a night when he was in orlando um and then after that orlando stint kind of fell off but i think he's very 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 talented so and he can shoot the three he can shoot the three from time to time when you leave him open and um I really, 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 really want to see what we do in that situation with Marching Gortat. And another player that I think the Lakers are going to work out just for a workout to do diligence, Ashim Thabit. Ashim Thabit was the second pick overall by Minnesota, not Minnesota, Memphis a couple years ago. Um, he's great at the defensive side of the ball. He can score. He averaged, he averaged eight points and seven rebounds as a career. Um, if we get, if we work him out, I'm not gonna be tripping. If we get him, we get him. If we get these players that I'm mentioning, let's run it, let's roll. Just um, Ashim Tabit is a very good defensive player. At in college, he was great at defending the rim, protecting the paint. That's what we need to win a championship. If he's in there with Anthony Davis, if I'm he's gonna play at the rim. If you go by like Kuzma, Ashim Tabit is gonna be there, block a shot. But what I'm saying is, I feel like. The marching tots, the Marie Spice, the Shim Beats are just due diligence. I don't think they're really workouts. I feel like they're just due diligence, due diligence, checking in, seeing if they're interested in playing basketball still. And there's another name that people need to watch out for in the sense the Lakers might be interested in. Y'all ready? Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph on the Lakers with Anthony Davis, with JaVale McGee. Would be great on our team, but Zach Randolph will bring that physicality that we haven't had in a while. He brings that toughness, that grits and grinds. He can get rebounds, step back for a jumper. He can shoot the three. He can get to the rim, left-handed, right-hand, and he's old school, triple OG, old school. He can get in people's faces if he needs to. If somebody's trying to be physical, he'll be physical back. And he's a name that I think people need to start mentioning as a possible potential Laker target. 
He's I love his game. I remember when he was on Portland, he was decent, and then when he went to Memphis, he shined. And I know he was on Sacramento, and then got cut and stuff. But he's a free agent now. I would love to have him on Lakers. Um, his game reminds me of Julius Randle, but a better version of Julius Randle in the sense of Zach Randolph was a beast in Memphis. He can get to the basket with these, shoot that perimeter jumper. That perimeter jump game, perimeter jumper was deadly. With that pick and roll with him and LeBron James on the court would be nasty. That would be nasty if Zach Randolph would get back to the old Zach Randolph like he was in Memphis. And I'm just sick. I'm like, I got to get this off my chest. I keep seeing it on Twitter like your nation. I keep seeing it. I'm going to repeat this again. Put respect on LeBron James's name. Quit disrespecting the media. <laughs> you really going to sit here. On my podcast, ESPN people. I'm watching your stuff right now, and you're saying that the Lakers are not a championship contending team just because they haven't got DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> are you serious? We have Anthony Davis. We have LeBron James. We have Rajon Rondo. We have Danny Green, Avery Bradley, Jarrett Dully, Kuzma, Tony Douglas. We got these group of guys that are hungry for a championship. Why are, we, why are you saying that we're not a championship team? We got Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Anthony Davis is a mother, mother, mother bleeping beast. You feel me? He's a dominant big man. Could spread the floor, shoot the three. He, uh, he was average, or he had one game, he had 59 points, 24 rebounds, and six blocks. Let me repeat that again 59 points. 24 rebounds and 6 blocks. Combine that with LeBron, with role players, that's championship pedigree right there, man. And have you noticed, Laker Nation, that the, every time the Lakers win championships, it's always two dominated players and a bunch of great role players. Just like the old school Lakers. Shaq Kobe, Ron, uh, Ron Harper, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Robert Ory, Mark Madsen, Tyron Lue, so forth and so forth. So what I'm saying is we got two superstars with great role players, and that's their tradition. Surrounding the Lakers with two great role player, two superstars on the Lakers, and a bunch of great role players. And this whole thing about LeBron's not going to produce a championship in LA, he will produce a championship in LA because if he doesn't, it would be a complete failure in the LeBron era because our franchise is all about championships. Not just, oh my God, let's win 55 games, make the playoffs, lose in the first round. Oh my God, we made the playoffs. That was one of our goals. No. We're a historic franchise that have history of tradition of winning. We're all about ban- we're all about banners and championships in the rafters. You know what I mean? So this season is a crucial season for us. We have to produce a championship. We got to win it this year. We have to win the championship this year. And every one of those things, every one of those championship banners in Staples Center, those championship teams have the mindset of championship or bust because you play to win championships, not win to win seasons and make the playoffs. No. For me as a fan, Lakers are need to win championships this year. We're a championship contained team. Lakers know that. The front office knows that. And people need to start respecting the owner, Doc, 
or excuse me, the owner, Jeannie Buss. Jeannie Buss is great at what she does. I know she's in a male-dominated sport, but she's competitive as hell. She loves her Lakers tremendously with passion, with hustle, with grit, grind. She's trying to make the Lakers back to greatness, and she's doing a great job. And people need to stop telling her to sell the damn team. People need to stop telling her to sell the team. She ain't going to do it. She ain't going to trade LeBron. And if we go 0-2, Laker Nation, if we go 0-2 or 0-3, don't panic and say fire Frank Vogel, sell the team, trade LeBron. She's not going to do any of that. She's great at what she does. She's a great businesswoman. She's really great. I'm telling you right now, she's great at what she does. And she's passionate about the Lakers. And another thing, too, she has the final decision. Well, all this team around of the Anthony Davises of the world, the Rondos, the Kuzmas, that's Jeannie Buss's print, too. Not just, oh, my God, it's LeBron James. LeBron James is not a GM. He's not a GM, so stop saying that. It's it first it goes Jeannie Bus, Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis, Rob Palinka, and the team. So everybody came together, not just Jeannie Bus, Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis. The whole organization came together and figured out a plan to put this team together where it needs to be. And this team is positioned to win the NBA championship. This team is in position to win the NBA championship this year. And Jeannie Buss is going to do everything in her power to make that happen. And she will be the first NBA female owner to win the NBA championship. And I'm going to put icing on the cake for her in the sense of people were bashing her all offseason. Rick Buecher, Skip Bayless, Joey Taylor, Colin Cowherd, Chris Broussard, um... Bill Plaschke, Rob Parker, everybody on ESPN, everybody it works for ESPN Undisputed, Marcellus Wiley, a little bit criticized Jeannie Buss, people on, on uh, First Things First, Nick Wright, Chris Carter, Jason Whitlock, all of them criticized Jeannie Buss, and when she wins the NBA championship this season, those people I listed... I'm going to send you a video of me saying, what's up, Laker Nation? What's happening? You feel me? Lakers are champions. Where's, where are you guys at now? Are you guys hiding? What's up? We were talking all offseason, all year, about my Lakers. Where you at, man? What's up? Let's talk podcast. Let's go on the podcast, everybody. But Lakers are going to win the NBA championship. Win the NBA championship. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Stuffy throat. <clears throat> excuse me. Lakers are going to win the NBA championship this year, and Jeannie Buss will be the first female owner in NBA history to win the NBA championship. And we will win it this year. LeBron's going to be in the MVP conversation along with Anthony Davis. So we're going to win the NBA championship, and I will be at the parade, Jeannie Buss. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, when the Lakers win the NBA championship this year, I will be at the Lakers parade, and I will be looking for you and the Lakers to smoke a cigar in celebration, drink some wine, and and pop some champagne and celebrate Lakers championship. You know what I mean? Um, us Lakers fans deserve a championship. It's been since 2010. We're starving and it's going to be the greatest feeling in the world. Looking back, let's say if we win a championship, it's going to look back on the last six seasons. Oh, okay. Last past six seasons have been nothing but ups and downs but then we won a championship and then 
we'll get we'll get praised and celebrated, and then three weeks later, then they're gonna hate us again. But at the end of the day, I'm all for the ride. I'm all for the journey, and um, it's gonna be a great season. Can't wait. But I'm gonna end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Follow me on Instagram, Big Baby Jonathan underscore. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Like my Facebook page, Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Go on my Apple podcast, the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. The Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Excuse me. Leave a like, subscribe, leave a comment, and let me know what you think of the podcast. And until then, everybody, have a great night. And this has been another episode of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Appreciate the love and support. Talk to you guys soon. Peace out, everybody.